You're listening to the Fun Never Ends Podcast with Metalhead Nelson. Hey, welcome to the Fun Never Ends Podcast. It is Labor Day weekend. I am your Metalhead Nelson, and with me is Brutal Brett. Brutal Brett, how you doing? Happy Labor Day. I'm enjoying, oh, I'm enjoying my government-sanctioned rest day. We salute the labor union and movement. I gave everybody the day off. How nice is that? (laughs) You know, as they say, those who are ready to rock will rock. Those who are ready to rest. (sighs) Snooze. Like, uh, Like CM Punk's career went to sleep. Ooh, that's a hot <laughs> take. Let's have yeah. you discuss that. Yeah, he got fired from AEW because of a, a little thing that he did backstage with Jack Perry. It was an altercation that also went to like Miro and Tony Khan didn't feel uh, very comfortable. Didn't feel very safe. So he fired CM Punk and I don't know where he would end up. Maybe New Japan, maybe Impact, if they will take them or Independent. You can say he's knocking himself down a peg every time he does that. Once a punk, always a punk. You know what? He that that it's not a good look for being straight edge that he's given right now. No wonder you got. It's like uh, he got fired multiple times while being completely sober. Yeah, just being a dick. Here's the top. Here's the the phrase of the day or the thought of the day. Don't be a dick. That's a lifetime thing. Don't be a dick. I think that's the eleventh commandment. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I, I think it's golden rule. Then it's don't be a dick. Then the ten commandments. <laughs> or, or you know the. Mon- Monty Python dropped dropped one of them. That's a good one as well. (laughs) You know what? While we're talking about uh, some godly things, let's uh, pay our our due respect to those who have fallen in the past few days. Sadly, this morning, uh, we lost uh, Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth. Uh, He was 56 years old. He was in hospice, uh, liver failure, and they gave him a week to live. And he sadly passed away this morning. I did have tickets at one point to see see Smash Mouth in Pasadena. But, unfortunately, they had canceled that show and they got put some other tribute band on there. So I never got to see Smash Mouth. Um, was it them with Sugar Ray? No. Because, yeah, I was this supposed was, to see them with Sugar Ray. This was actually at the Rose in Pasadena, which is also like a, a canyon club, like the Gore Club mm-hmm. Canyon, but this is the Ro- this was the Rose in Pasadena before they built the one in Montclair. They closed that out. Uh, we lost Jimmy Buffett, sadly, uh, and we lost Bray Wyatt, aka Wyndham Rotunda and it was like he went to sleep he had heart issues from complications from COVID and then I guess he went to take a nap and never woke up and yeah crazy uh, I would have thought there would be something from a uh, contact through the physicality of wrestling but no, no COVID's no joke no no it isn't so rest in peace all three uh, Wyndham uh, Jimmy and Steve so and you know what ticket sales ticket sales are in the shitter it seems as well as many concerts tours and festivals have been having declining sales whether or not the artist has had new music or not we had a uh, EDM festival electric zoo cancel at the gate we've had canceled at the gate i would be pissed and i know i know of two festivals that i people have gone to that had one day canceled i think it was the when we were young festival in mm-hmm. La- i think it was in las vegas right correct the first Due one to the heavy yeah heavy the windstorm winds. they canceled the first day and then the second day was fine mm-hmm. and then i think uh the one
one in Pasadena, I think it was this year, due to the rain that they canceled the, it. The uh, goth one. The uh, No, it was the eighties one. That one, yes. That one the, I forget. with Iggy Pop. Yes, that's the one. They canceled they like told everybody to flee for high ground or something to evacuate because of rain or wind or some shit. I don't remember. And then nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we did go through our first hurricane this past weekend as well. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Did you feel rocked from it? Because my internet did. I didn't feel shit. I was I drove. I was driving when that so-called earthquake happened, so I didn't feel oh, jack yeah. shit. Rain. There was yeah. a substantial amount of rain, but it was kind of like, I guess if you're more inland, the rain's not as bad. I don't know about where you're, uh, where you are, if it got worse for you. Well, yeah, it was like six inches. Rain. Yeah, I saw, uh, I think it was uh, a video that, uh, uh, shit, what is her name? Christine Devine, I posted on her Instagram in Sherman Oaks, and it's like flooding in Sherman Oaks. That, yeah, that's a 20-minute drive from me, so relatively close still, so that makes sense. Yeah, it was, roads were flooded, so that's why I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to bother going anywhere until it dries up on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> good call, dude. And it somehow it knocked out my internet good spectrum right this is this is not this is not me endorsing spectrum but if they're listening and they want to endorse this podcast spectrum we have internet yeah but we don't have the mobile if you want to give us the mobile give us oh that's a good point too uh but yes uh tickets hey but they're by verizon okay ticket sales as well. um yeah so there was that there's uh playboy cardi who pushed back his tour starting by two months trippy red hip-hop artist canceled his arena tour altogether travis got one of the highest selling artists currently pushed back his tour by a month another arena tour all these ga tickets start at 250 dollars for floor 250 bucks what the fuck floor. i'd be pissed beyond recognition so that's another thing that people are questioning and it's just uh these artists have been playing festivals over and over again but wait do they get refunded as well or did you if it's canceled yes if okay. it's pushed back no oh if it's postponed oh you have the choice don't you yes you have Which the choice I- to either have it honored or to yeah do you want to wait five months i mean it's happened before i mean what the hell i guess but even like even general nosebleed tickets are 50 or 60 bucks for this at that point i would have sprang for the for the nosebleeds but it's kind of weird um if you're having a festival uh, i feel like when it festival wise the ones that really kind of get to me are the ones where you don't really know who's going to be performing the next year kind of like coachella and you spend all that money because coachella ends and coachella goes on sale like the next day right mm-hmm. how does everybody go oh do they go for the music or do they go Go to pop mollies and drugs and all that other shit and get fucked. The latter. Yeah. Well, a lot of times there's many predictions and rumblings based off of like current trends and sales because it's Live Nation. It's it, it's the conglomerate Ticket bastard. Who, exactly. So it's usually people have a good ideation of who's going to headline and who's going to play it based off of that. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. <sighs> it's kind of in like, regards. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Kind of like in, uh, uh, when we were sorry. <laughs> kind of like how we were talking about previous episodes that uh past episodes more like when you and i verse like started as co-hosts we were talking about festivals and the repeat artists that were on there like the foo fighters and your disturbs and all that other mumbo jumbo kind of thing rob zombies yeah <laughs> you're rob zombies so nothing against them but it's like yeah it's they're on a lot of these festivals it's like do you really want to see them again and again if- and that's been the thing with no these ticket sales as 
well because many of these artists are on they're the headliners on those festivals and people are like why would i want to pay to see them alone when i could go to a festival in a few months later see them there with a bunch of other artists yeah but if ticket sales are plummeting for like an arena i would definitely move it to like house of blues small locations like that i feel like those would be better if you're i don't know it could be a marketing issue wouldn't you think yeah in regards to playboy card he hasn't posted about his tour besides announcing it and that's it that's either his issue for not posting about it his management or is uh press he also hasn't dropped music in three years and keeps promising new music that's probably why yeah it's been the same set for three years but um in regards to something new uh i got tickets to a concert well festival a two-day festival in june that's going to be happening in november without knowing the lineup ahead of time it's tyler the creator's camp vlog not festival oh wow which had uh previously had the likes of miss lauren hill of of the the fujis um who are actually playing a weekend before this festival um i got tickets to that luckily um very classic act but in this year the lineup is a little bit different than what people have expected from last there's no crazy major hip-hop artist no crazy rock artist unless you count turnstile in the ranks or um i guess they're technically the biggest one of that yeah but other the headliners are kendrick lamar and baby keem as the hillbillies their soon to come out album SZA, mm-hmm. and tyler the creator himself wow everyone else is a newer artist in the like alternative rock shoegaze r&b sector we did and a people- lot of shoegazing in the previous episode if you want to check that out we had we were next to each other and live but now we're <laughs> we're computerized this <laughs> is still live in class nah. the fun <laughs> never ends um but no my my question is people got really mad because they're just like what happened you know i was expecting xyz artists especially because tickets went on sale and it wasn't announced so they were expecting that was going to be like something crazy because they couldn't announce it right on the spot yeah that's a problem that's a very marketing problem and i think if it's not market something like that's not marketed right it's not gonna fly well it sold out before the lineup was released oh well that kind of chaps my ass because i was surprised because we talked about Coachella uh, that there's no lineup. WrestleMania gets tickets on sale like the next day after WrestleMania. You don't know what's on the card. AEW Wembley that sold 80,000 tickets before the whole card was announced. So I'm kind of skeptical without noted knowing who's on the the lineup before actually spending my money. Well in this case past years had like ASAP Rocky, yeah, Trash Talk, Turnstile, Billie Eilish, um, Frank Ocean, all of Odd Future obviously from Tyler's Association yeah. Uh, Day was supposed to be like an announcement because um, there was a leaked lineup that had a really interesting mix with like Beach House for Shoegaze. Uh, it was in a very garden. smooth operator, huh? <laughs> you know. <laughs> This ain't no ordinary fest. (laughs) But instead, as I said, it was people being disappointed. The interesting part was the lineup was announced via a live stream of them painting it on the side of uh, Tyler Creator's clothing store's uh, flagship store on Fairfax. So you would see them paint the names in real time to announce the lineup. That's, wow. So it was very cool. But people, once the lineup came out, people were just like, where's X, Y, and Z? We were expecting X, Y, and Z. And do you think that that's a problem with people expecting artists to be on festivals 
due to past experiences at that type of festival or at similar I or past I iterations. People don't understand that lineups change year and like constantly, and there's no guarantee they're gonna book the same act. I mean, if you're gonna book the same act, it's kind of like kind of weird. Well, I wouldn't say that same act. They were expecting a certain act based off of proximity to Tyler the Creator as of his festival and past trends, if you will, of the type of artists. Yeah, that's I get that. And I, I, what do you feel about that? Do you think it's wrong to just assume based off of factors that you don't even know in this case? Kind of like looking at past flyers of who was on there and expect it? That and whom the person putting it on or the event organizers putting it on have like a affinity to. Well, you have to look at the aspect of two things. Yeah, look at all the past um, flyers, the lineup of who was there. Do you really think who's going to be coming i i don't speculate people coming from whatever lineup maybe like one or two you might have a repeat of i never think the headliner is going to be the same or so any other act is going to be on that lineup because they want to make it different also you got to look at the promoter whoever the promoter is that's setting it up look where he's been as of recently if he's doing a bunch of this and that shows and who's on the lineup kind of you have to gear towards those artists and possibly them okay yeah i want these guys on there i had these guys that year let's bring these guys in these new group or this other group those group that were in the previous festival let's not deal with that so that's but how that, i feel that's what people were thinking was going to happen because they're like oh tyler brought x y and z on tour before or if you can tell he's been posting about xyz rock band or he's friends with xyz people in bands and they were expecting like so much more but instead he got things that a lot of people hadn't heard of or are just more niche maybe people got pissed off that it was felt like it was more of a money grab that's what it was it was people being like hey i like this wanted something crazy they wanted something crazier is what it is yeah they they wanted something that like oh we this is the first one in four years we expect craziness we expect coachella level yeah and it wasn't up to par why is it Uh, to me it is but that's just because i'm like whatever i I like to each his own right exactly you make your experience out of it speaking of experience i did experience uh metallica live stream when they were at the at&t stadium that i saw oh, in the theater they also broke a record recently yes they did over at sofi here in la the who did they outsell there i don't know but it was a swift move that is correct they have broken taylor swift's record at sofi stadium for the most sold and most attended concert at sofi stadium beating the swifties and now what was the set list and what was it like to see the live stream from arlington texas okay so i went to the friday one so i kind of i got off of work i went to Applebee's, had myself some food i got there in time for happy hours so appetizer half price mozzarella sticks uh the artichoke dip and boneless wings and a soda and then i went over to watch it um no you don't get to see the openers it's just all metallica based so um it's pretty cool if the audience did the wave before the band came on it's like wow stadium was packed up the yin yang uh opening song creeping death harvester of sorrow leper messiah king nothing the new song lux uh too far gone sanitarium uh shadows follow orion uh nothing else matters sad but true the day that never comes hard Fuel, give me five. I keep that much outside. Uh, Seek and destroy and master a puppet. 
of that, which is your favorite songs? Or what are your top three songs from that set list? <laughs> Creeping Death, Seek and Destroy. Um, I have to go with uh, Harvester. That was, honestly, that's the first time I really dug into Harvester. I've listened to, there's certain songs I've never listened to. So, but this being- I'm the same way, yeah. Set list wise, two days, different sets. But there's a break in between those days. So you have Friday break where those Metallica tribute bands that are on that lineup go with. And then you have the, the last day. So day two, tell you the set for that one. Because I think you would enjoy that one a little bit more. Uh, as for the LA one, the Whiplash had uh, Aquaman in the pit. I guess John Travolta was there. That's the LA. Yeah. So set list would be Whiplash, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Ride the Lightning, Dirty Windows, 72 Seasons, If Darkness Had a Sun, Fade to Black, You Must Burn, Call of Cthulhu, um, No Leaf Cover, Wherever I May Roam, Moth Into the Flame, Battery, Whiskey to Jar, One, and Ender Sandman. There's no one forgiven in here. I'm surprised. I think the, the first three songs alone, I would have been like, oh, this is, this is insanity. And you know what they use to kind of like open this? You know how like Iron Maiden has Dr. Docker before they come on? Mm -hmm. They had Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll by ACDC. They would. ACDC is the halftime show for next year's Super Bowl. Wait, are they really? Yes. When was that announced? Uh, recently. But that's yeah. a big change from Las the Vegas. Few that's years. why Las this Vegas. Is, this is gonna be wild. Hell yeah! It's about time. Less hip hop, more rock. ACDC Super Bowl halftime show. Nevada governor wants huge rock act to play Super Bowl. So. Well, I guess it, they want them to play. Ah, I guess they, hopefully it happens. I guess the governor gets to choose it, and let's hope so. But that's where I'm I'm hoping. That's a cool governor, then. Yeah. Wait, no. I thought the government was like an asshole. I don't know. Politics or politics? Tick, 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 frantic. <laughs> TNT Dynamite. That, that at halftime? That'd be cool. Maybe back in black. <laughs> Hey, hey. Oh man. But yeah, they that would have been cool to go see them at SoFi, but I don't know. It's like 140 bucks for like really nosebleed tickets yep. as well. Uh, I like Metallica, but I'm not going to spend that or go to that power trip in the desert. Well, my next question is because you figured out that it different sets for both nights, but it's the same set list that they've been doing on this tour for the two nights. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense because you get to experience it if you go to different, if you're in living in different cities you have the opportunity to go either both days or one day so it does make sense i mean if you're gonna play two nights uh it gives it's no that makes sense that i meant sense. uh the, because it's the same two set lists for the city if, if if you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying the consistency of the same set list but per city like yes same like from montreal going to like la texas and wherever the hell they're going and yeah it it makes sense that way everybody gets a taste of the same set because i thought that it was going to be different set lists for all cities every time that's what i thought but i guess in montreal they debuted hardwire that was okay at, i guess that makes it, sense. i think they took a song off and they added one on but i think they just keep it at that the same i mean they're in their 60s it makes sense come on if they're rehearsed with all these songs for two days they're not gonna rehearse for like different 
socks on their days off. Yeah, they would have back in the day. Now you're probably right. Now they're just like, yeah, whatever. Just give them the hits. Back in my day. Give me the hits, boy, and play my soul. I want to get lost in the rock and roll. <laughs> oh, man. So there is something that I uh, I came across that I'm just kind of like, I agree with. This is going off topic of what we're talking about entertainment wise, but uh, Uber, recent news, uh, Uber has banned uh, people from the age of 25 and under from driving. And here's where I agree. A lot of people under 25 like to be knuckleheads and drive insanely fast and turn into a speed racer. And it's a liability, especially when you got passengers in the car and they're over there fumbling with their phone, texting or not paying attention and does cause problems. I don't know. how. What do you think of that? Hmm. And I guess I'm indifferent. I, whenever I use Uber, I guess every driver that I've had has been relatively older than 25 anyway, for the most part. Um, usually taken in me- major metropolitan areas whenever I'm either just on vacation. Uh, one time would just when I was out a car for like a month. Yeah. But I uh, I thought that there was also a rule in place, at least in California, where you can't be under X age uh, and have like a certain amount of passengers in the car. Yeah, and then I think they they had the age at like I think it was eighteen or twenty one. Something like that. Some shit like that. I so I, it makes sense. Yeah. But let's go back to entertainment. So wrestling last week, all out. AEW. Uh, well, talked about it. CM Punk getting fired. New Ring of Honor tag team champions, uh, MJF and Adam Cole. Um, new international champion at uh, All In last night was uh, John Moxley. So it's uh. Yeah, that's uh, oh new trios champs. The acclaimed with badass Billy Gunn. Undisputed WWE tag champs would be the Judgment Day, uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. And Jey Uso is back, but on Monday Night Raw, he's off the blunt line. He's done with that. You know what? Most of these pairings sound about right because there are people who just keep destroying other teams or in other matches anyway. Yeah. Finn Balor, John Moxley, MJF. Oh man, but. It, what was it last weekend at All Out? Darby Allen when it was his match with Sting. Sting brought back Joker Sting, and Joker Sting, from what I've read, is about Sting's favorite part of being Sting out of all Sting. And I dig it because it's like a, a compilation of a Heath Ledger thing, a Jim Carrey kind of thing, uh, like Ace Ventura, and it's hilarious. He's got his comedic parts. I, I, there needs to be more showmanship in it. I mean, like a Dan Housen, but on steroids. That's pretty much yeah, what it is. Pretty much, but it's hilarious. Um, you you can look it up on YouTube, the history of Joker Sting and where it came about in TNA. But it's hilarious. He's like hearing Joker and Jim Carrey at the same time. But I, I am a fan of Darby Allen, though. But that's, I guess, I have a, a affinity because he opened up with a few hardcore bands before. I actually, those figures, the two figures, the two AEW figures that I have are Darby Allen and Sting. I had to buy that pairing. So you, you, it was one of those, I'm just going to watch this and enjoy. Well, I went to Frankincense and I came across those two. I couldn't not walk away without getting those. Oh, that place is a money trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to spend money, go to Frankincense and City Industry. Collectibles upon collectibles. But it's no music store. <laughs> I'd go to Ham. No. 
nah. four records or dive. Yeah, that too. Or, or for me, clothing lately. I'm, I'm. The, the, if you're someone who has an affinity for collecting things, uh, there's something wrong with you, and you are one of us. <laughs> one of us. One, one of us. us. Oh man. Uh, so, um, I think the one of the movies that I saw recently that I thought it was pretty good was Offenheimer. The whole thing about the atom bomb. I love that movie. That movie was insanely good. Usually, I nod off in movies. Not this one. I maybe I nodded off like once, like towards the end, but it was a really good movie, and the actors in the movie are freaking wow. It it was a star-studded cast, but I will say they made it feel like a conversation was action. They did. It was more dialogue than anything, but it was well structured. Well structured. That's often. I would say it's Christopher Nolan on that. Yeah. But he does a lot of very uh, introspective movies on like the human condition. Yeah. Uh, Inception. Inception was uh, good. That's the only one that comes to mind right now. Inglorious Bastards is a favorite of mine. I mean, I don't think that's a Chris Nolan film, but I still like that movie. I love that movie. Uh, For anybody uh, that's a Stranger Things fans, you might be a little disappointed from what I heard that due to the the writer's uh, strike, it might get pushed to late 2025, early 2026. Oh, yeah. Even movies that were slated to come out in October are going to come out in 2024 now. You have to watch all the seasons, and I'm pretty sure that... uh, uh, all the kids are going to be older so uh, by that time, so it makes no sense. They're going to be in their 30s. I know. <laughs> so it makes no sense after that at all. Hey, hey, Eleven, do you want to make sure that we're paying child support and alimony? I'm not Eleven, I'm 22 now. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we still worried about Dungeons and Dragons monsters? Oh. We have to pay the IRS. <laughs> uh, speaking of Stranger Things, Hollywood Horror Nights has a new lineup if you want to go to the Hollywood would one i guess uh, they have a chucky one they have a stranger things uh a whole bunch the new exorcist looks like crap i kind of i wouldn't mind seeing it just for the hell of it i mean nothing beats the original no well it just looks it's too campy what are they trying to make it like freaking uh uh jason probably and all the conjuring movies just don't make sense to me anymore either the non 87 but you think about it uh, how many people have ideas these days for movies a lot of it is like repetitive and the remakes that's why the writers are on strike because they don't want ai to make these well come up with better ideas <laughs> i think the good ideas just aren't greenlit i guess nobody takes the scripts to really yeah, get there that which is the unfortunate thing which I, I guess i would strike for that reason too it's just like hey we do have good ideas you're just being friggin assholes who are yeah. trying to green light what will well i guess they just don't know what will make money so they're just sticking to the things that usually do yeah i wouldn't strike i just strike a match <laughs> Light, so you light fire under their ass instead? <laughs> You're fired. Fired? I hardly know her. <laughs> That's a burn. We do it. <laughs> this, uh, yes, please uh, go on the Fun Never Ends uh, website uh, and leave uh, voicemails as well for us to do improv-only episodes where you give us ideas and we have to do a full episode based off of that one topic. That'll be up on the Fun Never Ends website. Go to www.funneverendspodcast.com. You might need that HTTPS, that's secure, before you put in the semi 
semicolon and the slash slash so it's secure. I'll have the link down below. That way you can click it and find it. There's going to be also, you can either leave a message on the website or on the link and says, uh, what do you think of this episode? And you can click there and you can leave a voicemail. Just no ad libs. Instead of ad libs, make it improv. Yes, improv. And we'll improv the shit out of it. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, a fun way to make it where you become the director of Metalhead Nelson and Brutal Brett. Or or if you want to be a guest and you have shit you want to talk about, no politics though. Um, well, you can contact us through our link tree. There's a form and shit, but uh, on the website there will be a guest thing. Um, you can do that and we'll take you into consideration if it all goes well and y'all be on the show and be a guest. Please talk about aliens. Please. Please talk about aliens. Please talk about aliens. Alien versus predator. Alien ant farm. Annie, you okay? You okay? You okay, Annie? The movies. Oh, I will say something. Have you been to a Regal Cinema lately? I have not. I've been to uh, more AMCs, but the AMC that I usually like to go to has reclined chairs. Oh, because I was going to say, if you know, during Regal Cinema, they've tried to do the whole Nicole Kidman route. They did that if at you... AMC too. Is it like the pre-thing before the movie? The Nicole Kidman one is the one that everyone loves. The Regal one is movie quote mania. It is terrible. It is a fever dream. <laughs> I like the Nicole Kidman kidman one we come yeah because you could quote it and there's so much passion this one is just like someone walks in and it's just like uh, hey you guys you can't sit with us are you saying there's a chance and it's only conversations in movie quotes that don't make sense and you just want to gouge your ears out let me guess your eyes out let me guess are you saying there's a chance is from dumb and dumber are you telling me there's a chance yes but imagine but only speaking in movie quotes for three minutes i okay people that have known me in in high school or or there have been close friends to where I've spoken in movie quotes it annoyed the shit out of certain people but certain people that know the movie quotes we go back and forth on movie quotes I can talk about I can do movie quotes the whole freaking time it's like a who's line thing exactly but that makes sense but when it's just t- I guess the context of it is what matters yeah I understand that and in this case it's just regurgitated the most popular lines <laughs> I, I I recommend you watch it after this <laughs> YouTube uh-huh. Regal Regal movie quote intro. Regal, Regal movie quote, yeah. So. Because it's just uh, like, it's painful. Yeah. <laughs> it's painful to watch. But you can't take your eyes off of it. No, can't. because you because you're 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 in the theater. <laughs> I'll say. All right, we're gonna about wrap this up. Uh, any last things you want to add, brutal Brit? We come to this podcast where heartbreak doesn't hurt in a place like this. <laughs> All right. For myself and Brutal Brett, this is the Fun Never Ends Podcast. Go to the Fun Never Ends Podcast website, funneverendspodcast.com. It is in the link in the description. I don't know why I'm pointing because this is all audio. There's no video to this one. But uh, we should do some video, but eventually. Uh, uh, the website will post up uh, guest profiles that guests have been on the podcast. And then we'll probably get some uh, more guests later on. Um, also, we'll have profiles of us so you can get to know us and a lot of other 
other cool little things that I will put on there as well. Um, thanks to podpage.com. Podpage.com. It makes so much easier. It imports our audio so you can listen to it on the website as well. If you listen to it anywhere else, you could click on the links that are on the website or go to Linktree. Everything else is on there. You can go to Apple, blah, 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 Spotify, the whole nine yards. Uh, if you guys want a t-shirt uh, message in the, the box or whatever and let us know and we can get you a fun everyone's podcast t-shirt as well but uh for a price of course uh that being said for myself and brutal brett this has been an episode of fun everyone's podcast check them all out and tell your friends bye